Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome into Short Shots, right here on VEASAN and VEASAN.com, the sports betting network. I'm Brady Cannon, along with my partner, Wes Reynolds, as we dive into another week on the PGA Tour. The West Coast Swing continuing this week in La Quinta, California, for the American Express, formerly the Bob Hope Desert Classic. And Wes, the Long Shots crew is off to a 2-0 start in 2022, of course, all three of us hit Cameron Smith at Kapalua, and we had the leaderboard surrounded at the Sony. You had Kevin Kistner. I had Corey Connor. Seamus Power, I think, was on your card. And our colleague, Matt Humans, he keeps the streak alive, correctly landing on Hideki Matsuyama at 18-1. to 1. Yeah, we hit the Aloha Slam, if you will, Brady, uh, between the crew here. Nice call by Matt. And Matsuyama, by the way, a record-setting, at least for his career, putting performance. First time he's ever led a field in full field event, rather, in strokes gained putting. Gained seven and a half strokes with the flat stick, but what really won him the event was on that first playoff hole against Russell Henley, who, look, scar tissue for us, Brady, because we had Russell Henley at the Wyndham where he should have won the darn thing, and he didn't even make the playoff, and he was leading throughout the final round, and uh, hit the bunker on 18 and ended up with the par Matsuyama birdies ascended to a playoff. And then Henley finds that same fairway bunker on the same hole in the first playoff hole. And then Matsuyama takes a three wood from about 270 and knocks it stiff from three feet to Eagle the, uh, to get his eighth career PGA tour victory. And uh, look, you said it, you added guys in the mix. Matt got the winner. I had Kevin Kisner and Seamus Bauer who both tied for third. So uh good start to their rounds. They were making all the putts early, but just couldn't make it enough of them and it became a two-guy tournament with Matsuyama and Henley Hideki comes out on top yeah I think uh you probably as well we're both glad that we did not have to watch Russell Henley falter down the stretch like that after watching him do it last year boy I, I was uh, feeling for some of our colleagues out in the golf betting world 
that were on Russell Henley, but uh, glad that we could get humans home with Matsuyama. And you mentioned that three wood. That, that's one of the best golf shots you may ever see in, in any competition. That was just absolutely outstanding. And also to win the game, basically, to make a shot like that. It wasn't just, uh, you know, on Friday in the middle of the round or anything. That was with all the pressure on, and Matsuyama pulls out that shot. That was outstanding. Uh, let's get into the handicap of the American Express, and it's a difficult one because we have a three-course rotation. Uh, also, amateurs back in the field for the Pro-Am format, and it's a 54-hole cut, so a lot of variables in play this week, Wes. How did you approach it? Yeah, and you mentioned a 54-hole cut because last year this was only played on two courses. Of course, the stadium course, which is the Pete Dye design, that's the final round on Sunday, but also usually just one of the first three rounds. There was only two courses last year, that stadium course and that Nicholas tournament course. La Quinta Country Club goes ahead and gets added back into the rotation here, so each player will play because the Pro-Am for format is going to be back that was canceled last year due to COVID-19 so to kind of give a little context real quickly on La Quinta it is the shortest of the three courses uh 70 60 I believe is the yard Bermuda overseeded with rye and some poa on the greens but you don't really you can't really tell that there's poa on the greens from what I've read from the players that these greens are like carpet and very pure so the die design is the uh stadium course and then the Nicholas design is the tournament course course uh green's a little smaller at la quinta 4,000 square feet 7,000 square feet on the nicholas course and 5,000 on the die design the average round score from 2017 to 2020 on the la quinta course was 69.09 at the tournament course which is the nicholas design 69.73 and then 70.87 on the stadium course of course that includes the fact that final round scoring is usually going to be tougher so in terms of uh what i looked at basically uh just to a few different things uh, because we don't have all the strokes gain data, Brady. We only have it from the stadium course. You don't have it on the Nicholas course or the La Quinta Country Club. So I looked at strokes gain approach, which I look at pretty much every single week. Strokes gain ball striking because I don't think distance or accuracy are necessarily emphasized here, but you do want to see if you can gain a little bit off the tee. So strokes gain ball striking is when you combine off the tee and approach. Birdie or better, you're going to have to be mid-20s under par probably to go ahead and win this thing so you got to look at that I looked at strokes gain total at under 7200 yard courses and I do this usually I usually measure over the last 36 rounds you can also do 24 or 50 depending on what, how far you want to go back I looked at Pete Dye specialists so strokes gain Pete Dye and also the strokes gain par threes because what you notice on Pete Dye designs there's a lot of shorter par threes that are less than about 150 yards of course we know the famous island green at TPC Sawgrass at the 17th that's another Pete Dye design. So those are the kind of the stat categories I looked at this week. Yeah, uh, I didn't put too much into driving the ball off the tee because uh, at all of these courses, there is little or no rough to deal with. So all the players should be able to have pretty comfortable approach shots into the greens. And, and I kind of took it from there. Like you, of course, looked at uh, strokes gained approach. I also looked at the short game. I looked at putting and then I like uh, looked at birdies because as you allude to 20 something under par, we're probably in for another birdie fest this week. So you're going to have to have a hot putter and make a lot of birdies as we've seen the last couple of weeks over in Hawaii. 
As far as correlated courses, I looked at a combination of desert tracks and then also peat dye designs. Mm -hmm. uh, you talk about the stadium course being a dye design. They're going to spend half their time there this week. So that led me to TPC Summerlin, TPC Scottsdale as far as desert courses, and then TPC Sawgrass and TPC Louisiana as far as dye designs. Uh, across the board, TPC for me this week. Um, what about some of the guys that maybe played both weeks in Hawaii, played one, one week in Hawaii, or, or did not play at all the last couple of uh, weeks over on the islands? Did you take that into account in your handicap at all? I did, Brady, and let me also piggyback. I use a lot of the same corollary courses in terms of my write-up, which you'll get in on P Point Spread Weekly on Wednesday. TPC Summerlin, TPC Scottsdale. If you want to look at a Nicholas design, probably Sherwood is the most comparable in terms of the tournament course, but obviously the die course is being played two days. Sherwood and Summerlin also comparable to La Quinta. So I did look at some different trends uh, for this event, and if you really look – uh, this has been an event for some bombs. I mean, you've had some short prices like John Rahm, I believe, got there in 2018 at 10 to 1. And you've seen, I think, Bill Haas got there at 30 to 1 in 2015. So not always bombs, but you've seen some bombs hit here. Andrew Landry, 200 to 1. Adam Long, 600 to 1. Siwoo Kim last year was 55 to 1. Hudson Swafford in 2017, 66 to 1. Patrick Reed, long before he became Patrick Reed in 2014, won this at 135 to 1. So that fits one of the trends I was really looking at. Nine of the 10, 12 winners had odds 55 to one or higher. 12 of the last 14 winners had played this event at least one time. You mentioned about playing in Hawaii. 11 of the last 14 winners played in the Sony Open before this American Express event. And then there were a few other trends. 12 of the last 15, age 32 or young, younger. So did find some interesting trends for this event. Yeah, I uh, I did pick uh, a couple of guys that played in Hawaii and a couple of guys that did not. And then I took one guy that missed the cut at the Sony, uh, and I felt that that was good, too. He gets back stateside maybe with an extra day or two of rest before he tees it up again. So we'll get into all of that when we get into our plays. But uh, before we get into this week's plays for the American Express, let's go across the pond and look at the, the European tour. Now, the, the deep. World Tour event, and that is the Abu Dhabi Championship, and a very good field over here, including Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland, and Rory McIlroy. Uh, Wes, I know you did a write-up for Point Spread Weekly. Are you, are you involved with your wallet in the Abu Dhabi Championship? I am, and speaking of wallet, $8 million prize fund, 8,000 race through Dubai points up for grabs here. By the way, this is a Rolex Series event, so you get more points uh, for that race. 14 of the world's top 60 are in Abu Dhabi this week. Most of them are making their day debut on the season but looking for a fast start on the new tour i'll just briefly preview the top of the board colin marikawa who was the first american to win the race to dubai used to be known as the european tour order of merit he returns to begin the defense vis title he was the co-favorite seven to one with rory mcelroy who finished runner-up in this event four times at the old abu dhabi golf club more on that in a minute victor hovland 10 to one began in hawaii he comes over and plays and then also you have european tour mainstays following in the market shane lowry Tommy Fleetwood, Terrell Hatton, Minwoo Lee, 
Bern Wiesberger, Robert McIntyre, Adam Scott in this field. And when I said more on that later via the course, this is a new course that they are playing. They played the first 16 years of this event at the Abu Dhabi Golf Club. Now this is going to be a new venue called Yas Links, which is a Lynx golf course in Abu Dhabi. It's not that far geographically from the old golf club, but this is going to be a different test because it's a Lynx style setup. If you're looking for comparisons, think Kings Barnes, which you see on the Alfred Dunhill Lynx Championship. Kyle Phillips is the designer of that course. So very similar course, 74-25, par 72, 36 on both sides. So, you know, pretty pretty standard uh, links uh, design, I think, kind of more of like an, uh, an imitation links, if you will. But you've got exposed fairways, uh, the fescue, the pot bunkers. Obviously, if the wind blows, this is going to play a lot tougher. It's Baspalum, pretty much used tee to green. So Yas Links is considered a very good golf course. Troon International goes ahead and uh, manages this golf course. It was ranked very highly, I believe, in Golf Digest back in 2018. And I did go with a few selections, and I'll be brief on them. I tried to skirt the favorites, and I went with the proven Links pedigree player, and that was the former champion golfer of the year, Shane Lowry at 22 to one. I think he's going to like this change to this Yas Links venue, even though he does have a win at the old venue 2019 at the Abu Dhabi golf club. It was like one of the darndest things I had seen Brady when I was looking at his form in this event, he won the thing, but he was surrounded all by missed cuts. So he was totally boomer bust at that old course. Uh, I think you'll like the link setup better. Adam Scott, 35 to one, no Claret jug to his credit. That's obviously a sore subject for me when he lost at Royal living back in 2002 or 2012, rather five top tens in the open championship though he's very capable on a link setup he's been practicing the last couple weeks here in the uae and he just dropped outside the official world golf ranking top 50 on monday for the first time in four years so i think scotty's gonna want to really get off to a good start to here evr eric von royan 40 to 1 similar price that he was in the sony last week when he was against a much stronger field Finished T20, was ninth in the field for strokes gained off the T. I think EVR getting a little bit of a of tournament play under his belt is going to benefit him against a big field that has not really uh, started or maybe playing their first event here. Danny Willett, 80-1. to one. He's a big game hunter. Always seems to win these big events, whether they're majors or big European tour events. Uh, he has done it in the past. As one in this part of the world, 2016 Dubai Desert Classic, won the Alfred Dunhill Lynx actually last fall. 100 to 1, two top, uh, top sixes in the Open Championship. 80 to 1, I thought was a pretty big price on him. And then a couple guys at 125 to 1. One that had a very rough 2021 named Ha Tong Lee, who missed his first 13 sure. cuts yeah. last year and then withdrew from another tournament as well. He turned his season around, though, at the Alfred Dunhill Links, which has Kings Barnes, which is uh, the same designer, as I mentioned earlier. Here is Yas Links. He was T14. And then he's made three of his last four cuts, got a runner-up to end 2021 at the, on the Asian Tour at the Volvo China Open. He was T12 last week at the Sony. Actually, he was up there on the first page of the leaderboard and kind of fell back at the end. He's won over here before in Dubai uh, in 2018 for the Desert Classic. And also another link specialist from Sweden, Joachim Lagergren, 125 to 1. His lone uh, DP World Tour victory was actually at Verdura Golf Resort, designed by this same designer, Kyle Phillips. And that was the 2018 Sicilian Open. This guy's also got four top four finishes at the Alfred Dunhill Links, where Kings Barnes, as I mentioned, is featured. So a guy at a big price, very capable of going on a Lynx setup.
Yeah, Hao Tong Lee showed up on that leaderboard. I believe it was Friday. He put a heck of a round together at the Sony, and it was a little bit of a blast from the past. It seemed like we really hadn't seen his name since he opened up with a really good round at Harding Park for the PGA Championship. And if I recall, it was the very next day or over the weekend or something that he really fell apart, and he's kind of never been heard from since. Um, I kind of looked at Adam Scott as well. I kind of expect him to get off to a good start. And one guy I was maybe surprised that you didn't mention, I believe he's a former Alfred Dunhill Lynx champion, and that's Terrell Hatton. Yeah, he actually won this event last year at the old Abu Dhabi Golf Club. So I did consider him, and you always got to consider Tommy Fleetwood as well over here in Abu Dhabi. He has a couple wins. Uh, interestingly enough, in this event, uh, and, and you know what's going to happen, Brady, he's going to win now that they changed the venue. Rory McIlroy, I was looking up, and he's the co-favorite, of course, with Colin Marikawa. Rory McIlroy has four runners up in this event, has not been able to win this uh, over the years, and now watch him move to a link setup and he beats the field by like five here so but i wasn't gonna play at seven to one this is his first event rory did not play in hawaii so maybe you know knock off a little rust here all right back stateside the american express in la quinta california the final event by the way before we transition from short shots to our full-length edition of long shots Long shots will kick off season number four next week in our typical starting spot, that being Torrey Pines for the Farmers Insurance Open. Also want to note, uh, if you're getting ready for Torrey Pines, this event will be Wednesday through Saturday as the PGA Tour will look to stay out of the way of the NFL playoffs on that Sunday, January 30th, when the conference championship games take place. So uh, a little bit of an adjusted schedule there uh, for Torrey Pines. Wes, let's begin with our plays from our colleague Matt Humans, fresh off of two straight victories, uh, hitting Cam Smith at Kapalua and Hideki Matsuyama at the Sony, the Aloha sweep for Mr. Humans. Uh, this week he is on Scotty Scheffler at 20 to one and Scheffler had a good tournament here last year, uh, still looking for his first PGA tour victory. And as we have seen over the last year and a half or so, he certainly has the talent. Corey Connors, who I was on last week, he got close, but couldn't quite close the door, really played well on Sunday, but it was kind of the Friday, Saturday rounds where he wasn't able to make a move. Corey Connors at 27 to one Seamus power who had a top five finish last week at the Sony Matt took him at 32 to one Abraham answer who I was on last week started out. Okay. And then ended up missing the cut with a lousy round on Friday. He's had tremendous success at Pete Dye courses as well as here at the American express answer at 35 to one. And then a long bomb for Matt. Phil Mickelson at 125 to one. Of course, he's won this event before the champion at the PGA at Kiowa last year and a real surprise bagging another major for Phil Mickelson. We'll see if he can do it again here in the other desert, La Quinta. Again, Phil Mickelson at 125 to one. Any reaction or any similarities for you on your card to those, Wes? We did match up on one, actually, and it's probably going to be a popular pick. So hopefully, you know, popular picks sometimes get there. Sometimes uh, they fade away very quickly. But I think this guy's got a shot, and that's Abraham Answer. I took him at 30-1, to 1, and it is an obvious choice. The fact that he was T5 here last year, was runner-up here in 2020. But I thought 30-1 to 1 was a relatively fair number, despite being off a miscut last week in Hawaii. 
he is one of the Pete Dye specialists, and we talked about looking at Pete Dye courses. No player in the field has more strokes gained on Pete Dye courses than Abraham Answer over the last 36 rounds. Cantlay was second at 57.4. Answer first all by himself at 71 strokes gained over these last 36 rounds. And why not when you look at his recent form? Was runner-up in 2020 at the RBC Heritage. Remember that tournament where he, I think, hit like 65 of 72 greens. Just an astonishing ball-striking display and still lost by one to Webb Simpson. T4 last year at the Travelers. River Highlands is also a Pete Dye design. T8 last year at the PGA Championship. That, of course, played at Kiwa Island, the ocean course. Another Pete Dye design. So, you know, TPC Summerlin, also a strongly correlated course. Answer has two five top five finishes out there in Summerlin. All right, let's go over the rest of your futures plays, your outrights, and any head-to-head matchups you have for this week, Mr. Reynolds. Yeah, just two kind of shorter guys here. Answer being one at 30-1, to also Taylor Gooch at the same price. Won the last event of 2021 at the RSM Classic. That was his first PGA Tour victory. He's made all four of his cuts here. Has a fourth, I believe, three years ago, a 17th, and a 21st. He does add to this, I think, some strong correlating form. He was T5 at the Players last year, also a die design tpc sawgrass fourth at the fortnet silverado kind of had a little bit of sneaky correlation here multiple top 20s at the sony and also at the shriners out here in Summerlin. so gooch in terms of if you're looking at strokes gain approach he's been up on that list really for a while i believe he was fourth best in the field this week over the last 36 rounds so those two at 30 to 1 christian bezadenhut at 62 to 1. Very good putter. Sixth in the field for strokes gain putting. Second strokes gain short game over the last 36 rounds. Respectable T17 at the Sony because uh, Christian is playing more now on the PGA Tour now that he has full status over here. So a lot of these courses he's maybe getting his first look at. But I mentioned in terms of putting on carpet, he'll really like these greens. I can't imagine he wouldn't with how well he puts it pretty much everywhere on some really shaky greens i think you'll love these smooth greens he's made 31 of his last 32 cuts worldwide so bizaden hoot at 62 to 1 russell knox 100 to 1 was seventh last week at the sony gained strokes across the board off the tee approach putting around the green tee to green good pedigree on pete die courses he's won at the travelers before at river highlands was runner up in the past at the rbc heritage down there and uh, hilton head top tens at summerlin top tens at scottsdale three top 20s here clearly has a liking for desert golf and then and then I, I went with some even more bombs 100 to 1 so I had like five triple digit guys Tom Hoagie 125 to 1 missed the cut last week at the Sony played well here though a couple years ago was T6 he's been knocking at the door for his first PGA Tour victory for a while now he's got five top five finishes over the last I think like three and a half to four seasons so he appears on these top first, first page of the leaderboards at least a couple to a few times a year and I think when he's going to get his first win it's going to be an event like this where you got to really score low Hayden Buckley 140 to 1 a PGA Tour rookie got two top 10s in the fall was T4 at the Sanderson Farms he is who I had in that event because he's a local Mississippi guy was also T8 at the Shriners during the fall series last week at the Sony ended up T12 he was second in the field for strokes gained off the tee not that that's a big category here but I, I think any little bit helps and then Andrew Putnam 150 to 1 he's made 6-8 cuts this season 11th at the Shriners TPC Summerlin we mentioned a correlated course 
decent outing at the Sony last week. T27, four rounds of 68 or better. He's made all four cuts in this event. T10 here two years ago. And then my longest shot, Adam Shank, 205 to 1. Career best finish last fall on the PGA Tour at the Shriners here at TPC Summerlin with the third had three top fives last year. The John Deere and the Barracuda were the other two. So Shank is a guy. He's one of those guys that I think is going to win, you know, when you got to have like a birdie fest, which this should absolutely be. Fifth in this field for strokes gain putting over the last 36 rounds. This is, I think, a tournament, just to kind of conclude, Brady, that I think you do want to have a couple longer guys uh, on your board. Look, could John Rahm and Patrick Cantlay, the two favorites, six and ten to one respectively, you know, get away from the field and run away and hide? Sure. But this it's probably least likely at this event when I think more players are into play with these short courses where length isn't going to take anybody necessarily out of play. And it's all about who gets put hot for the four days with the putter. Well, absolutely. Just look what we've seen happen at this golf course. Adam Long, when he overtook Phil Mickelson, I think he was in the neighborhood of 500 to one. Hudson Swafford, Andrew Landry. Uh, I mean, it is kind of a breeding ground for relative no-namers at the time to come through and get through at double digits or triple digits. Uh, big odds, long shot guys have uh, historically come through and won at the American Express. Now, uh, I, I did go polar opposite of that and uh, I'm going to eat some chalk this week with John Rahm um, we saw what he did at Kapalua trying to chase down Cameron Smith uh, he is the very best player in the world and I really don't think it's even that close um, so I'm not sure if he wins this week but I do believe he is going to be there on the final page of the leaderboard on Sunday and so I went ahead and took a stab at plus 650 you mentioned Wes you know that uh, on an easier track like this. And that makes a lot of sense. John Rahm won the U.S. Open golf at its hardest, and, and that's when typically the best players are going to flourish. But he could also, like you say, run away from this field if he's on his game, anything like he was at Kapalua a couple weeks ago. So I like the fact that he got that little warm-up round under his belt as well. Of course, he is a former winner here, and he's done well at all the correlated courses. I mean, because he's the best player in the world. Um, I also took Sunjay M, got him at 23 to 1, has a 12th, a 10th, and a 12th in three trips to the Amex. He was eighth just two weeks ago at Kapalua. And this is the guy I was talking about earlier that missed the cut at the Sony. I like the fact that he gets to come back stateside for a couple of extra days and get some rest before teeing it up again. So he got, you know, six rounds in before he kind of gets to reset. He's coming off of a win, of course, at TPC Summerlin, has a top 10 and a top 20 Scottsdale, top 20 at Sawgrass. He was ninth also right here in Las Vegas at the Summit Club, another desert course here. And 13th on tour in greens and regulation, 11th in strokes gained around the greens, 28th in birdie average, and fifth in scrambling. And then uh, subscribing to your theory of taking some bombs, I, I went there as well. Uh, I took Carlos Ortiz at 80 to 1. Doesn't have anything too fancy at the correlated courses, but he's also rarely missed any cuts at any of them. He does have a fourth at TPC Scottsdale and a top 20 at Summerlin. He was also just second at Mayakoba in Cancun just a couple of months ago. So hopefully the form is still on. 16th on tour in strokes gained approach, 30th tee to green, and 17th in birdie average. I thought 80 to 1 was a pretty juicy price for one of the top talents 
in this field. And then finally, my long shot, my other long shot, uh, I landed on the same one as you, Wes. I'm on Russell Knox at 100 to 1. And you mentioned all the success he's had at the correlated courses. And you'll see a lot of Pete Dye courses with uh, Bermuda grass greens. And that's another area that Russell Knox flourishes. He's not the best putter in the world, but he is one of the best on Bermuda grass greens, couple of top twenties here at the Amex, a third and a 13th at Summerlin. Uh, as you mentioned, took seventh last week at the Sony and uh, 24th on tour and strokes gained approach always has been a great ball striker. Also 12th on tour in proximity to the hole. So hopefully he gets that putter hot and another good week of putting like he had last week on the Bermuda grass at the Sony. And if that's the case, I think Russell Knox will be in the mix. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, this is a guy that just really plays some good desert golf. And uh, he, he's not a very long hitter, but this course is not going to take long hitters or shorter hitters out of play, rather. All right. Anything else uh, that you want to get out there, Wes, before we wrap it up? No, just uh, uh, looking forward to obviously getting the full crew back together and uh, and doing the full show with guests and, uh, you know, getting mad on these shows a couple times. So uh, excited to get started. Look, it's been a good start for the show so far with uh, sweeping the uh, Aloha Slam, if you will, and uh, hopefully getting started with the West Coast Swing. Excited to have some DP World Tour golf back as well. So should be a good event in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, that is going to wrap it up for this edition of Short Shots. And as Wes says, we will transition to the full-blown article in Long Shots next week. And Daniel Rappaport will join us as our guest to preview the action at Torrey Pines. Thank you, Wes. Thank you to Sean McCollum and the technical crew. Thank you to Matt Humans for chiming in with his picks. And to all of you for tuning in from us at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.